I keep thinking I'm hearing a child crying. I'm like, is it me? Is it in my head? Am I the child crying? (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, here's what's coming up. Next week on December 13th, we'll be talking about our favorite book covers. And don't worry, we will be posting them on social media so you can see for yourselves why we love them. Then, on December 20th, we will be talking about The Inheritance Games by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. And don't forget to check out our Patreon. We've got stickers, bookmarks, a mini-series, and more. Check out all the cool perks at patreon.com slash thebooklifepodcast. We hope you consider supporting us if you can, and we're incredibly grateful to all of you for listening in every week. Thank you. Speaking of thank yous, we want to send a huge thank you and shout out to our patrons, Ronnie and the Pirate Queen. May your problems always be fictional. Now, on with the show. All right. Welcome back to the Book Live Podcast with your host, myself, Mo, my best friend, Abby. Tonight, we have a special episode, we're going to call it. There will be no discussion of books, but instead of bookish things. Today, we are bringing you your holiday guide to buying bookish gifts for your bookish friends. Have you ever struggled trying to buy gifts for your friends, especially friends that like books, but you don't know what books to buy them and you don't want to tread through their Goodreads account trying to figure out, do they own this book? How do I know if they own this book? Do they make a list that they own this book? I don't want to ask them if they own this book or expecting them to give you a list of every single book they could possibly want and then coordinating with their other friends to try to make sure you guys don't double them up and buy them books. And you don't just want to get them a gift card because, you know, gift cards can only, are only so much fun. It only goes so much far. So tonight we are going to bring you our suggestions of what you can buy your friend that loves books, but you don't want to get them an actual book. I hope you're ready for the ride. All right. Starting off at number one, we have the obvious bookmarks because every bookworm can never have too many bookmarks. Assuming that your bookworm actually uses bookmarks, some of them don't. But even if they don't, they'll appreciate a good bookmark. Abby, I have a question. Where do you get bookmarks? What were some just like what? I mean, obviously, I could go to the bookstore, but do you have any suggestions of what kind of or where to get them or what kind of bookmarks I could get somebody? Sure. I personally really like Nerdy Ink. They are a family-based company, so they're a small business, but I have quite a few of their bookmarks actually, and they're really fun. They have different ones throughout the seasons. And no, we are not sponsored by them, sadly enough, but (laughs) I do really like their bookmarks. So I recommend looking them up if you want that You can also find book tracking bookmarks. I found a lot of them on Etsy. They're really fun because it's basically this bookmark that looks like a bookshelf. It's got a bunch of blank books on it. And your bookworm can fill in the titles as they read books. So it's kind of a fun little tracking thing that they can just like take from book to book to book as they finish their books. One thing I like is, so Nate, my husband, um, occasionally will make random stuff for me because I'm like, hey, I need you to make me something. (laughs) And I've had him make custom bookmarks. So I bought Abby a special edition Six of Crows and I had him make a leather crow bookmark, a leather feather, let me try again, a leather crow feather bookmark with a quote on it to go into it. So those you can get on Etsy. You can also get wood wooden etched bookmarks on Etsy. Those are awesome too. 
Mm-hmm. You can also get some nice metal ones as well. My friend Liz got me some that are little metal clips, which are quite nice. Now, Abby, if you can please bring your eyes to our document, I need to know what kind of bookmark alignment do you prescribe to? Oh, heavens. I've seen this before. Hold on. So we've got lawful good is the book ribbon. Neutral good is the sentence pointer. Chaotic good is a scrap of paper or receipt. Lawful neutral is the ebook. Oh, lawful neutral is the ebook. True neutral is the proper bookmark. Chaotic neutral is a leaf. <laughs> lawful evil, memorizing the page number. Oh, God. Neutral evil, leaving the book face down. <laughs> and chaotic evil, dog the page. <laughs> okay, well, I am true neutral, and chaotic evil terrifies me. <laughs> so I used to be chaotic good. When I am, I mean, I typically am lawful and neutral because I use ebooks and audiobooks a lot. I have gone, mm-hmm. I've started to fall into um, true neutral, having a proper bookmark, but I'm also that person that if I'm walking away, I will leave the book facing down. So I'm also neutral evil. When I was younger, I used to dog ear all of my books mm-hmm. and I also used to be really good at memorizing numbers. So I have been evil, but I've progressed <laughs> into the ne- neutral land. You're a reformed evil. <laughs> I was. I am a reformed evil um, person. Oh, man. I I read too many books at once. I would never be able to just memorize all the page numbers and remember where I was. That would not happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's next, Mo? Well... One of my favorite bookish gifts, which if uh, you are a friend or family member who listens to me, I will always accept a bookish candle. Candles are one of my favorite, favorite things. I use them every day at work because I just, I light the candle. That means it's work time. I blow out the candle. That means it's not work time. Helps put you in the right mental space. Uh, I guess it's my ceremony to get my, because I work from home. So I... It's how I get myself in the, it's time to go to work. You know, it's the ritual of doing so. Yeah. So I actually like, I really like flypaper products. For example, the one I'm holding up to Abby right now is called the library. And I like to buy these. If you guys live around Eddersville at Afterward Books, like the one I have is a glass jar, $19.99. A little expensive, but a soy, which I really like. And the library is old books, eucalyptus, and lavender. So a nice, very subtle smell. If you want stronger scents, I actually recommend getting Frostbeard, which is another soy candle. Um, This one I'm holding up is actually called Old Books. It's aged paper and dusty shelves. Their scents are always a lot stronger and less subtle than flypaper. Um, Again, they're soy, about $19. I know that if you want to buy these local, that you can buy these at Main Street Books out in St. Charles. So, or you can buy them. These are both online, by the way. So don't feel like you have to buy them. Or if you can't get to a store, you can buy them online. There's also Bubbles and Geek on Etsy, which I have not actually used or looked at, but they do look really cool. Abby, have you bought any of those? I have not bought any of them, but I have a bunch of them on my favorites list because I eventually do want to buy some of them because they have such like cool names and they're so fun and they cover a bunch of different fandoms. Mm-hmm. I also, by the way, back the Frostbeard Studios and the flypaper candles. I have flypaper candles 
in my kitchen right now because they're fantastic. They are. Um, I, there was another one I have, but I can't. Oh yeah, Evil Queen. She sometimes does bookish candles, but she does more sassy candles, but she is a good company as well. So those are some of my recommendations. Candles set the atmosphere for reading. Abby, what is third on the list of bookish gifts that you recommend for your bookish friends? What is the one thing you need when you are curled up in the evening on your couch with a book and a hot mug of something? You need Abby, a blanket. I was going to tell you, actually, what I really need is a extendable arm that holds my e-tablet and a clicker. And then I need my blanket and then a cocoon in it. So I can just be in my cocoon and go click, 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 click. <laughs> and I'd have to get out of my cocoon and maybe have a straw to my hot drink. And maybe have the hood over my head. So there's just eyes. <laughs> sip, 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 sip. Okay, you're click, painting click. a very, very specific picture. I was trying to go generalization. So lead in, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, but I i mean, you asked me, so I needed to tell you. Okay. Well, for anyone listening who's buying Mo a gift, you can tell what she needs. <laughs> but in general, you need a really good blanket. And I personally don't have any bookish blankets, but I have several Doctor Who blankets because I'm also a Doctor Who fan. Okay. You can make a blanket. You can make a tie blanket. I've made several and I really like them because they're big, they are warm, and they're just comfy to curl up in. And going to the fabric store, you can find bookish themed prints that you can use to make these. Um, just look up tie blankets online on Pinterest. You can find instructions. They're pretty easy, just kind of time consuming. But yes, blankets for sure. I don't know of any specific companies. But wait, I do. Oh, you do? Do oh, tell. Okay. So this is one that's been on my list. Okay. So this is called a bibliophile hooded blanket. So oh. these are by Imposia, E-M-P-O-S-I-A. Um, and they have tons of different, uh, what they call bookish blankets. Um, so Bookster's gone a book, um, just all sorts of cute, adorable things. But what I like best is that they're, for one, they're huge. They're a little expensive, like a hundred bucks a blanket, but they're hooded. And like I said, they have a hood on, right? The, and, and be all snuggled up into a little burrito so that you're all nice and warm. Anyway, uh, yeah, that was, this was part of my vision that we were, uh, that I gave you. Mm. Good to know you had a specific specific blanket in mind. <laughs> anyway, I do agree. Blankets make things happy. And I, I usually do have a blanket on me when I'm curled up reading. All right, so what's next? So one of my favorite things are socks. I love socks. I have dr two drawers full of socks. I need to <laughs> whittle down my socks. Uh, some of my favorite socks are bookish socks and I get a lot of them from out of print which I will talk about probably a few more times tonight but what I love about out of print um, outofprint.com is that they have donated over five million books to communities in need and supported a variety of literacy um, initiatives so any purchase you make from them they donate money back while also supporting authors and publishers and artists who help bring the iconic works to life so I really appreciate their mission statements um, to make sure that 
books are getting to people, but they also have some really great socks as well that are based off books. Like I have a Sherlock Holmes socks that I want. Um, I have my eyes on those. I have lots of their socks, honestly, like their Star Wars socks that says, save the galaxy, read a book. Okay. <laughs> those are cute. I will. No problem. I also was gifted some socks from a friend that are a little sassy that say F you I'm reading. It has a cat on it with the book. Yeah, they're a little sassy. Also, Abby, once upon a time, I gave you some really cute penguin socks and I meant to give you another pair of socks and I kept them for myself. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm making a confession to you in our friendship. I couldn't part with them. I tried really hard to put them in your gift bag and I bought you something else instead. You know, I appreciate that you tried. (laughs) I did. They say, go away, I'm reading. Nice. Anyway, guys, socks are great. Abby, what else do you recommend that we buy our friends? Mugs. Whether you're a coffee drinker or a tea drinker, get them the biggest, prettiest mug you can find. <laughs> I personally am a huge fan of what they technically call soup mugs. I put my coffee in those, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I do. <laughs> my <laughs> my sister-in-law and brother-in-law for my birthday got me one of those because it was on one of my wish lists. And my sister-in-law goes, yeah, uh, Bradley said it was a soup mug. And I'm like, yeah, I put my coffee in this. She's like, no, you don't. Like, yes, I do. And so the very next morning, I sent her a picture of my morning coffee in that mug. (laughs) So, you know, they say soup mugs, but that's for people who don't drink coffee. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. Um, And you can find so many funny book mugs out there. There's so many people who make funny book mugs and pretty book mugs. And just if your friend prefers funny things, go with funny. If your friend prefers pretty things, find something very pretty that fits whatever their aesthetic is. And that's the best advice I can give you. Go to Etsy, look for the biggest mugs you can find. I don't have any like specific stores Mm -hmm. that I like. I would also say Out of Print has some great mugs as well, but they're not big enough. I love them. Like one of mine is a banned book one where when you put the hot liquid in, it shows the banned books. And then I have another that's just bookshelves. And I have one that is a, I got a book from Afterwards that has like their logo on it and a cat in a book. But yes, Abby, you are right. The bigger the book, the better. The bigger the book, the bigger the mug. The bigger the mug, the better. Also the bigger the book, the better. Everything bigger, better. Yes. Yes, bigger is better. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to move to the next one. So book stickers. Okay, guys, legit. Just get on Etsy, type in bookish stickers, and the world will open, and these stickers will fall from the sky, and you're going to have so many options. Again, a lot like Abby's suggestion, kind of figure out what the aesthetic of your friend is. Like, are they more have a fandom like there's a ton of Sister crow stuff out there right now which is really big or um sarah j mass stuff is always out there the court of thrones people lunar chronicles like you can go fandom you can go general bookish like i'm looking over here and i see professional bookworm enemies to lovers which i would buy for abby or books are magic and everything if you live in town um, you can go to Afterwards, and they have a whole big shelf of book stickers if you wanted to just kind of shift through and pick them out and touch them or whatever you want. 
yeah, guys, like really there. Yes. Also, we have mentioned a few things. If you like bookmarks, we have bookmarks on our Patreon. If you like mugs, we got mugs for our Patreon members. If you like stickers, you know what? We got those for our Patreon members too. So if you hear some things that you like, we got some of these things too. In addition to book stickers, by the way, book plates. So this is nowhere else on our list right now. I guess I could put somewhere else actually. Whatever. So a book plate essentially says from the library of, and then you can either get them printed with your friend's name on it and they can stick it in all their books or you can put donated by and put that in the book and put it in the little library around your town like um, where I live there's like 15 little libraries and I love to dump books into them randomly they also have book stamps like that yes so so many things and I love Abby's suggestion some covers like advertise for the movie or show you can put those stickers over the ugly stickers and put pretty stickers. So like if there's a popular book coming out, find a sticker that matches that fandom, slap it on, cover that advertisement. Okay, so specifically when I wrote that, I was talking about Tiffany Dawn Creations on Etsy, the Grishaverse trilogy. Their newer covers and the Six of Crow newer covers have this really obnoxious logo for the shows on it and she has Grisha verse book cover stickers and it's a set of five stickers so you can use one on each book for the trilogy and six of crows duology but it's this like really pretty logo that goes with the Grisha verse it's very pretty um so <clears throat> if a friend likes the Grisha verse and they complain about the covers of their books get them these they are only like not even 350 but it things like that just to cover those ugly ugly advertisements boo on the advertisements wow so i did not even know that that is awesome mm-hmm. that's why i wrote that down i was like this is a very specific thing i've only seen it because of um a couple groups that i'm in on facebook i saw a couple posts about it i was like sweet i need to remember this because i might eventually get them for myself <laughs> Good to know. All right. Next thing we've got is gift cards to local bookstores. And obviously we like to hype afterwards books here in Edwardsville because we really like them, but there are a lot of little bookstores in the area. So wherever you live, I highly recommend doing a Google search for all the bookstores that are near you or near your friend and finding out which ones give gift cards, which ones have the best selections, which one are the ones are the best rated, and maybe even like actually go check them out for yourself just to see what kind of selection they have, what kind of service they have, because we really like hyping indie bookstores and small businesses because those are the things we like. Mm-hmm. Let's see next. Okay, so book lights. All right, guys. Once upon a time, there was a time where there were no ebooks and you had to read your books by flashlight. I'm going to tell you my book light journey. Once upon a time, I started with just a handheld flashlight. Wow, that made my hand really tired. So I went to the store and found a headlamp. Wow, I look like a nerd. And I brought it with me everywhere. And that was okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay there? I'm not prepared for this journey. Please continue. 
can. Can you breathe? I'll live. It's fine. All right. Well, the headlamp died. So I tried a book clip. I didn't like it. So my friend Ari sent me a picture of her wearing a neck clamp. And I'm like, whoa, what's that? She's like, it is a rechargeable neck clamp. And you can choose the different lighting colors. So you can go like soft yellow, bright blue, or white. I like to read underneath yellow. You can choose the intensity of it. It's really comfortable. It sits on your neck. You can bend it any which way you want. So now I am on. I am there. I have progressed to this lovely neck lamp. It costs about $20. I just literally search neck, neck light lamp, and you will find so many options. I, of course, got a blue one. Of course you did. Is it kind of like a giant bendy glow stick? Mm, I don't, mm, let me try to find you a picture. Because that's very much what I'm picturing right now. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> so it's um, Glowescent is the brand. I love it. It's a Glowescent LED neck reading light. Yeah. So it's kind of like a giant bendy glow stick for your neck. I like it. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. Super flexible. I've yet to kill it. It doesn't bother Nate because I sit up late reading. So yeah. That's a recommendation. If you have a book reader in your life who likes using physical books, get one of these. Very nice. Thank you. All right. And of course, we can't forget the Kindle lovers. So gift cards for the Kindle lovers. I'm not going to say the dreaded A word, <laughs> but you can go there. We all know, but we all know who owns uh, we Kindle. We all know who owns Kindle. I think the real important thing here is to figure out what kind of e-reader they actually have. Because not all of them are Kindles. And there's a big distinction. And if you get them a Kindle gift card and they don't have a Kindle, it's going to be kind of useless to them. (laughs) Yeah. But you could go a Kindle gift card, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, Google Play, Books A Million, Kobo, and I don't know these other brands. I don't even mention the other ones, but those are the big ones I think of. Like I personally use Kindle. I use the Kindle app because I I can transfer between my phone, put it on my e-reader. Um, I just use an Android tablet. It's easy. I, I love it because I can just pick up where I left off and wherever I am. So yeah. My next one is Audible. Audible. Wow. Audiobook gift card. So there's a few different options. I will always promote Libro.fm, which is a wonderful audiobook service that you link to your local bookstore, like your local indie bookstore. And then whenever you buy books, your local indie bookstore gets a part of the proceeds. So I, of course, have mine linked to afterwards. And the only disadvantage of it is that there are certain titles that are Audible exclusive. So I also use Audible, which is probably the biggest audio book services that you can run into. But people also use um, audiobooks.com is another service I've heard that a lot of people have used as well. Another one that I know of is Chirp Audiobooks. Like the bird goes chirp, chirp. Uh, Yes, I do know how the bird goes chirp, chirp. (laughs) So I've gotten some good audiobook deals off of that one. So that's a pretty good one as well. Oh, a few different options for you. So the next one I think of, you got your blanket, you got your fuzzy socks. Other thing you need is a good pillow. And honestly, there's so many good options for this. You can just get them a super comfy pillow. You can get something that is in one of their fandoms. There are library card pillows 
that I found on Etsy. There's a bunch of different people who make them, but they're so cute. I think I kind of want one eventually, but they look exactly like a library card that you like have your name written on to check out a card back in the olden days. Mm-hmm, I love that. You could pick the color that they're in. They're just a lot of fun. You can also do fun things like flowers or clouds. Etsy has a lot of different options for pillow types and they all look really comfy. I love it. All right. What's our last one before the break? A book tracking journal. So you again, you can go several different ways for this one. You can get a literal book tracking journal where the person gets to write the title of the book, how many pages this was, um, their thoughts. Sometimes they come with oh, um, talking prompts, writing prompts a little bit, so you can kind of write about it. Or you can literally get them a really just nice journal. Like Etsy, once again, has a real, like really cool handmade one. So you could get them like a handmade journal. You could get them a journal from Books a Million. But there are so many ways. And then, you know, you just tell them, hey, just track all the books you've been reading. Some people really enjoy that. I don't. So don't buy me one, please. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I don't really like tracking them, but I know there are some people who really do. And I think that's cool. And they look so pretty when they're done. Yep. That it makes me wish I was one of the people that could do that. I agree. But that's all right. It's not always for everybody. All right, everyone. That is the first half of our episode tonight. Those are 12 ideas for you. And we have 13 more ideas coming back in a minute. We'll come back in a minute. Bye. Talk to you in a minute, guys. How's <laughs> going with that? <laughs> this is the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Dawn and Ashley. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club ladies that don't always agree, but we do enjoy a good book discussion. You can find the Novel Universe on Apple, Spotify, and Google, where we post new episodes twice a month. I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. And I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. So grab your favorite beverage and join our universe. Welcome back, guys. And here are 13 more ideas for gifts for your bookish friend. Mo, start us off. All right. So something, once again, at afterwards is book tea. So you can literally just Google book inspired tea. And there are so many different companies out there that make really cool blends. So one of them I like to look at is called the Literary Tea Company. And they're based out of um, England. And they have like the Call of Cthulhu Tea Caddy set or the Perot Inspire, you know, Agatha Christie Tea. They have Eeyore's Thanks for Noticing Me Tea, like the Fellowship Tea. So I mean, like they're hitting on a lot of good literary things, people, objects, Mm -hmm. ideas. Mm -hmm. And then... At afterwards, I can't find the brand that she has, but I have um, a Jane Austen blend and a Edgar Allan Poe blend I bought from her. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They're quite good, quite tasty. Edgar Allan Poe is very dark. And um, Jane Austen one's very floral. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> right? Zero surprise. There's also, if you Google book-inspired coffee, you can find coffee blends inspired by books as well. So if you have a coffee lover that also loves books or a tea lover that loves books, this could be a really fun um, hunt for you to find some. And if you're kind of lost, again, you're in our area, which some of you guys are, you can go to afterwards and pick up some um, book inspired tea. All right. Next one is bookshelves. Because a bookworm can never have too many bookshelves. 
But let me tell you, mm-hmm. you should probably take your bookworm along to pick out the shelves just because. Uh, why would why would you do that? That seems like a silly notion. Just because they probably have an aesthetic, even if it's only in their mind. And they would very much appreciate it if they were allowed to pick out their own shelves. Because a bookworm spends a lot of time staring at their books, which means they spend a lot of time staring at their bookshelves. They don't want a shelf they don't like. Or they might want to match them, too. Exactly. Because even if they don't find one that matches what they already have, they might find something that they like that looks nice together. So if you're going to go for a bookshelf, take the bookworm along. Just save everybody the headache. Good suggestions. Well, next on my list, this is going to seem kind of a fun one. Um, Funko Pops, literally. So I don't know about you guys, but oh my God, you can like walk into a game bookstore. So like if you, you can go to V-Stock in the city, you can go to Heroic Adventures um, where I live, but you can find literally a Funko Pop for almost everything. And you can find literary Funko Pops. Like I've seen Edgar Allan Poe. I've seen Cthulhu. I've seen... Winnie the Pooh, like, I mean, if you kind of know someone's classic favorite, Funko Pop, I'm pretty sure I've seen Pride and Prejudice, like, you can, you can pretty much find a really fun one for their desk. Mm -hmm. Mm, Like, I have Niffler ones, those are bookish ones, what I don't, that's all I have out right now. And this is definitely for the bookworm that likes cute things for, like, desks and bookshelves and whatnot. Not all readers like things like that, but if your reader really likes decor... (laughs) Funko Pops would be a good idea. Yep. Right. What else, Abby, do we have on our list? Pretty bookends. And I know that is very vague, but hear me out. If you don't know specifically what fandoms they like, but you know what the colors they like, you can get these gorgeous geodes that are like split in half and will sit and hold mm-hmm. their books. They're so pretty. You can get them in basically every color. If you do know what kind of fandoms they're into, you can definitely do like they have metal cutout bookends that have all sorts of different fandoms like Peter Pan and a lot of the classics and just things along those lines. Very cool, very different. Will be a really pretty addition to any bookshelf. Highly recommend. I have enough room on my bookshelves for bookends. Yes, but some people do. Not everybody has okay, as many I- books as we do. Yeah. Especially if your reader is just starting out or has just started recently, like in the past couple of years, they probably don't own as many books as Mo and I probably do. In which case, pretty bookends would be a very good idea because not only are they pretty, but they help to negate some of the empty space on bookshelves that have not been filled yet. I don't fathom this. I don't understand who doesn't have their bookshelves filled. Anyway, Abby, thank you. These are great suggestions. Pretty geos would be pretty, really cool. So moving right along, if they have empty spots on their bookshelf, maybe they need fancy writing implements for their um, empty spots on their bookshelf or for their work at home desk. So you can go so many different ways with this. Uh, A lot of times people that love to read also love to write. So you could get fountain pens. You can get, for example, some of our friends... They do their own wood turning and their own, make their own resin blanks and make their own pens. Um, they're called the Funky Workshop. They're found on Etsy. They're really well done. I love all of their pens. I actually have a 
Oh, I did have a fountain pen somewhere on my desk and I think I had to put it away because I had to move a lot of crap. But it melds one of my favorite things, which is it's shredded money in a resin blank and Spencer turned it into a pen and it has a fountain nib on it as well. They're so pretty. I love their stuff. I know they do such a good job. So that's an idea too. There are tons and tons of artists on Etsy. You could also get them a calligraphy set as well. Maybe they want to learn how to do calligraphy, but there are so many different ways that you can go with this. Oh, something I always like seeing is like a quill, like a fountain pen quill. That was, that looks always so cool on a bookshelf. It looks so fancy. Right. So next we have literary scarves. And what I mean by this, they're quite literally scarves that have the text from a book printed on them. So they look really cool. It's They have sections of the book like printed all over them. So at a distance, you can just tell that there's words all over the scarf in like neat lines kind of thing. But they look so cool. They look so nice. They're definitely for that hipster friend that loves books. But I wholeheartedly enjoy them. Those are one of those things that I like looking at, but I'd never wear it in real life. <laughs> but they're cool. They're so cool. And I keep, every time I see them, I'm like, oh, I want one of those. I'd never wear it, but I want one. <laughs> I do have two nerdy scarves and they're not book related, but one is like a, from afar. Um, it's a beautiful gray and blue infinity scarf. Mm-hmm. Think it closer. It's R2D2. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I also have one that, is orange and white because I totally wear orange all the time. Totally. <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> but it has but it has mustaches on it. It has little white mustaches all over it, but you can't tell until you're close enough. To, I love I love subtle nerdy things. So I like when you're talking about the scars with the writing on it. Mm, so much fun. For sure. So moving right along. So we're gonna be on a clothing theme for a hot second. Okay. Book shirts and book hoodies, like book tops. You, I mean, you can get t-shirts. You can go to T-Turtle has amazing t-shirts and they always, like I'm wearing a t-shirt. They're always soft. They're well screened. They have tons of book shirts on there. Out of print has fabulous options for book shirts as well. You can go on Etsy. Plenty of Etsy creators have made great, like if you, plus you can reach out to an Etsy art and say, hey, I love this quote. Here's a theme. Could you help design and make a shirt for me? Usually they can. And it's awesome. Yeah. I was just going to say a lot of Etsy creators are happy to work with the people who want them to create something. So for sure, if you see somebody who you're like, oh, I really like the style of the way that they make their designs, just go with them. Message them. The worst they can say is, I'm sorry, I don't do that. Like, And I would say also... One of my favorite hood, or not even hood, is a sweatshirt, which I usually don't wear sweatshirts, but I got this one because it says bookworm and it has Matilda on it. Oh, nice. Love that book. Love that shirt. All right, let's move to our other clothing object. What else do you need besides a good hoodie when you're reading? You need book pajama pants, of course. It's the classic uniform of every bookworm who has the day off pajama pants and a hoodie or a t shirt if it's warm. And again, a lot of these things you can find. Just by Googling, look at Etsy, or if you're a really crafty person, I'm sure you can figure them out yourself, but there's a lot of fun prints. Mm -hmm. I can tell you out of print does not have any um, literary pajama pants, unfortunately, not one of their big sellers, so they don't have any, Mm -hmm. but 
Cafe Press is always fun to do, to look through. It tends to be independent artists posting their stuff. And yeah, like Abby said, literally Google mm-hmm. it. You probably can find it. All right, what's next? All right, book, subscription, boxes. What's a subscription box? Well, it's a box that shows up on your doorstep every single month. Usually it is a surprise box and there are so many options that you can get into. Oh man, I wish Fairy Loot is was open to get subscriptions. Fairy Loot has some of the coolest, most exclusive. Oh, I love their boxes and they always have stuff I like. Several of my friends subscribe to the Book of the Month Club where you get a book and has like four to five gifts in it. And as you read the book, each gift in the box, you open it. And it's a, a themed gift with the book. So like they did Midnight Library before it blew up. And I'm so jealous because like, I love the gifts they had in that one. But they do, um, they're pretty good about picking out books that are probably going to be big hits. You can do, oh, well, there's so many different ones. Frostbeard used to do one where you would get a candle in a book, but they don't do one anymore. But you can, you can do a um, Frostbeard candle subscription. Yeah. There are candle subscriptions as well. And Frostbeard Studios, theirs is really good. I like theirs. I think I did that for you for Christmas last year, didn't I? Yes. I loved it. <laughs> Outcrate is a really big one, too. And they have Outcrate Jr. Mm. Oh, Once Upon a Book Club. That's the one I was thinking of, not the Book of the Month one. Mm, yeah. But yeah, there are so... Just search. So those are the big ones. Again, I'll create if you can get a fairy loot one. Oh, they are so amazing! But they're they're there's a huge wait list for them. The I'll create ones, once upon a book club, and book of the month actually too. It's a monthly book subscription where they send you usually five star books. Mm. Yeah. What's next, Abby? Specialty cookies. You put this one on the list. I have not heard this one. Please tell me about it. Okay. So one thing I love about mom and pop bakers is that you can go to them or you can even find a home baker and say, look, I have a friend that really loves Jane Austen. Can you please design some cookies around the book Pride and Prejudice? Here's the themes that go with it kind of a thing. And, you know, and sometimes you have to kind of tell them what they are. Maybe you have to show them like what kind of cookie cutter it is, what the inspiration is. But um, I have a friend who does home baking. She's out of Texas and she makes the most bomb cookies I've ever seen. So her company is called Sweet Fixations Cookies and More. And she makes the most awesome character cookies. So, you know, maybe you ask a person to make a dozen book cookies with the favorite, favorite titles of your friend who loves books. Books, you know, might have to dig a little bit for what they are. Maybe theme them. But yeah, you can, mom and pop bakeries are really into it. Like if you live around, again, Eddersville, Silly Grandma's out of Troy, we'll do custom cookies like I got for the twins for the birthday one year. Got them trolley cookies from Daniel Tiger. And then um, also a little bit of heaven, little slice of heaven in Maryville. We'll do them too. Or you can find a home baker. But yeah, just a, a creative, fun, different idea. I like that. That's fun. When we keep going, these are all, this one's mine too. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) So I kind of elaborated on this one earlier as well. Listen, an ebook holder. So right now I have a boomstick that holds my mic, but imagine the boomstick holding my tablet. Okay. And it just sits there where I don't have to use my hands. And even better, 
have a clicker, you know, a presentation clicker where it clicks on the screen for me to change my pages. So I don't have to do anything. I can get to the ultimate form of laziness. <laughs> I like it. But is there one for physical books? Um, there are book holders. So if you go to afterwards, they actually do have some really nice wooden. They remind me a lot of like cookbook holders where they have like podium style and they have a lip and you can just kind of tuck your book into it. Yeah. There's also a few, if you do, if you like it like that, you can get like a little plexiglass that you put over it. Mm. But you still have to physically turn the pages yourself. Sorry. I guess. I guess that's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you may speak on these next things since I took some thunder from you. The next one is kind of self-explanatory. An e-reader cover that looks like a book. So you have your e-reader, be it a Kindle, be it any other kind of e-reader. You can find really cool covers for them. Some of them even look like actual books, which trust me, as a reader, dude, I'd read a Kindle way more if I had one of those just to stare more at my cover. <laughs> I understand these things. And then, of course, if you still want to get them an actual book, that's fine. Find an indie author because the chances of your friend having a book from an indie author, much lower. So you won't have to really double check and be worrying about doubling up. Some indie authors that I can name off the top of my head would be Dangerosa Jones. There's also Anne Elizabeth Fryer, who we have interviewed. She has two books out now, which, mm, fantastic. Loved those. Do you have any that come to you off the top of your head? Um, Rachel Aaron, she's independent. Mm. and She has been rolling at the independent train and man, is she phenomenal. Mm. Love her. Yes. So yeah, just look up indie authors, see if there are any in your area. Actually, I recommend going to your library and asking the librarians because most of the time indie authors will donate their books to their local libraries. And the librarians mm. often know who the local authors are and can give you recommendations. Mm. I like that plan. That's a very good plan. So yeah, hit up your local libraries and ask about indie authors. And I have a surprise. Final number 14. If you know your friend's favorite book, get them a special edition of the book or a first edition or a signed edition. So there's alt, like alt covers out there. There's different publications like UK, German publications, you know, Spanish publications, often with different covers. There are, gosh, there's, so for example, one of my friends owns Pesky Cat products. I think that's right. And they were the shop that had the Harry Potter set that went viral. Do you remember that? I don't think so. Leather bound. Oh, leather bound. Yeah, leather bound ones. Yeah. 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 They do a fantastic job. So, I mean, you like, you can find SE artists who take it and put a brand new cover, special edition cover on it. Uh, there's sites like um, Filio Society that mm -hmm. sell special edition covers, like, and guys, like signed copies, like there are so many options. If, if you know your friend's family member's favorite book and you want to get them a special edition, here you go. There's some options for you. Mm -hmm. Well, and you can also, if you know some of their favorite authors, go to the author website and see if you can email the author. Because sometimes the authors are actually willing to sign a book and send it to you. Not all the time, but sometimes. Sometimes they go through their own local stores like Marissa Meyer does. Um, we got some signed copies and gave them away. And she went through 
her local store. She goes there on a regular basis to sign copies and you can buy the signed copies from that store. So we did that for mm-hmm. a giveaway once. And and I've done the same thing. Whenever Jim Butcher puts out a brand new Dress and Files book, I try to snag them for Nate mm-hmm. and get a signed copy for him from the local store by Jim Butcher out in Kansas City. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. If you can't find a signed copy somewhere online, just go straight to the source and ask the author. The worst they can say is, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. And there are just oodles and oodles of options out there. For example, just some honorable mentions. I have ornaments with book quotes on it, got off Etsy. I have um, cross-stitch quotes made by another artist. Gosh, guys, there's fan art. There are so many ways to support local artists and get your special person in your life a bookish gift. So if you need suggestions, you know who to ask. You ask the book moms. We got you. All right, guys, we hope this helped. All right, good night and happy holidays hunting. Good luck. Happy holidays. If you liked what you heard today and want to help us spread the book love, drop us a rating or review on the app you use or share the episode post on your preferred social media. Everything helps. You can also check out our Patreon for some awesome perks like access to our mini-series, a monthly guaranteed episode poll, and much more. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter under the name The Book Life Podcast. If you'd like to contact us directly, you can email us at thebooklifepodcast at gmail.com. The song is Theme for an Unmade Anime by C8 Benoit from their album Dominique. You can find them on Instagram at C underscore A underscore B-E-N-O-I-T. That's C-A Benoit. And on Spotify under their name, Katie Benoit. Thanks for listening. Till next time.